You're listening to the Phillies Nation podcast with Ty Daubert and Johnny Heller on philliesnation.com. What's going on, everybody? You're listening to another episode of the Phillies Nation podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Heller, uh, coming at you. It's Wednesday, um, and we're just going to talk today about the Phillies roster makeup, uh, you know, the season's going to start with a 30-man roster, so we're going to talk about some of the fringe names that might make the roster, might not, um, and just talk a little, about, a little bit about what we've seen from the Phillies. Obviously, they were um, broadcast on the Phillies' social media yesterday, so we got to watch Zach Wheeler and Vince Velasquez pitch. Um, so we'll get into that a little bit, too. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ty Daubert. Ty, what's going on? Yeah, not much. You know, just nine days till baseball uh, for the Phillies. Eight days until opening day for Major League Baseball, which is, you know, kind of nuts to think about. But, uh, you know, let's, let's make sure we get there. We'll, we'll see at this point. Uh, you never know what can happen. But, yeah, you know, we got to watch that scream uh, yesterday of the Phillies intra-squad. It was Kind of nice to see some baseball, but also weird. You know, it wasn't exactly a real game. Guys had to get their, you know, the exact amount of pitches that they needed to get. So, you know, some innings didn't end after three outs. Some innings ended before three outs. Uh, that's just kind of how it goes. And something like that, you just got to get the pitchers their work. But, you know, nonetheless, it was live baseball, which is always a good thing to see, I guess. Um Zach Wheeler, Vince Velasquez, a pretty interesting matchup. Uh, you know, the Phillies' new free agent starter. Everybody got to see him pitch at – that's the first time, I guess, they got to see him pitch at Citizens Bank Park, right? Yep. Uh, so, got to see Wheeler pitching there. You know, he's going to be a pretty interesting, you know, uh, piece of this team to follow throughout the year. He's probably going to be the number two starter after Aaron Nola, but – you know, we'll have to see how they actually set it up. But they're going to want the most out of him until he leaves to, uh, you know, attend the birth of his child at some point during the season. And he said that he's not exactly sure whether he'll come back or not, but he's still considering it. So that his storyline is something to follow for this season, you know. And then Vince Velasquez, it looks like he's – fighting for that fifth starter spot. And from what I saw yesterday on that stream uh, from his performance against the Phillies hitters, uh, he looks like the front runner at this point. He looked really good. So a lot to talk about beyond just those two guys, though. Um, 60 guys out there in that player pool, and they got to cut it down to 30. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And it should be pretty interesting because this season is, you know, looks like it's going to start pretty soon. Yep. So um, I guess to start talking about the roster, um, well, on the topic of the rotation, we can just talk quickly. Obviously, Nola, Wheeler, Zach Eflin, Jake Arrieta, they're all pretty much locks for the rotation. Obviously, you mentioned that Wheeler, um, he'll be sidelined at some point uh, for the birth of his child. Not sure if he'll come back or not, um, which will definitely have a pretty big impact on the Philly season. So when you look at some of the names that will obviously you need a fifth starter and then you, you will need someone who can um, fill in for Wheeler when he's, when he's hurt, especially, you know, some, sometimes when a, a player side, a pitcher sideline 
uh, teams can get away with it, like like a four-man rotation for a little while because there's enough off days, but it's not going to be like that this season. So, aren't there like four off days the whole year? I think that it's 60 games in 66 days, something like yeah. that. So it's it's pretty dense. Um, so they will need a, a fifth guy. Uh, so you're looking at Vince Velasquez. You're looking at Nick Pavetta, um, Ranger Suarez. And Spencer Cole, Howard, maybe. Spencer Howard, yes, yes. Um, Cole Irvin. So those are five names right there. Um, and like you said, Velasquez looked really good yesterday. And just, you know, he's been in the rotation since 2016. I think he will probably round out the rotation at least to start this season. So, you know, Wheeler, Nola, Eflin, Arietta, Velasquez, I would say that's your five-man rotation at the beginning of the season. Um, do you have any thoughts there? Yeah, I, I just – I agree with you there. Um, you know, while we talk about this roster construction for opening day – um, it seems like Spencer Howard will not be on the opening day roster just because, uh, you know, service time, uh, you know, man- manipulations there. If they keep him down for, uh, from what I've seen, it's one week. If they can keep him down, uh, if they bring him up after that one week, then they get a whole extra year of uh, team control because of the service time. So it looks like that's what the Phillies will do. But I think he is one of the starters at some point this season, just maybe not on opening day. Yeah. I mean, you would think that he comes up, obviously the team would have preferred to get him some time in AAA, but that's not really an option this year. And he gives them a better chance to win than Kohler than would, you would think than Nick Pavetta would even. Um, so beyond that, uh, so, like Ty mentioned earlier, it's a 30-man roster to start, to start the season, and then it goes down to 28, two weeks into the season, and then 26, another two weeks later, and it's, it stays that way for the rest of the season. Um, I think, you know, when you're looking at how the Phillies are going to use these extra spots, it's kind of hard to say, like, will they even matter? Uh, you know, is the 27th man on a, on a team going to be used at all? Like, I, I get the idea of we want to ease our players into the season because of all the weird circumstances. But, like, I think before we dive in, really, like, do you think these fringe guys are going to, you know, have any impact other than in blowouts they come in for a few innings or whatever? It matters on the bullpen side, definitely. Uh, you know, you think to September games in years past when it's a 40-man roster. And these bullpen guys will – they'll pitch. Um, yeah. There's been some long games in September in years past, so I definitely think they'll get a shot. And, you know, even AAA relievers, there are some, uh, depending on the organization, that legitimately can pitch and make an impact. They just have too many spots, uh, you know, in there. They have too many guys that are already filling up spots in their bullpen, so I think they'll play. Uh, And for a team like the Phillies, I think that uh, whoever is the – 27th man or 28th 29th 30th um you know maybe maybe not every game no matter but I think it does give you some uh uh, you know even some defensive flexibility late in games you know there aren't going to be as many pinch hitters this year with the DH so that's less of a you know less of a concern with these extra extra players on the bench but when you have a guy like Andrew McCutcheon coming off an injury, you have 
you know, JT Riamuto, um, you know, he'll need time off. Jay Bruce, maybe he sees a little bit of time in the outfield. Just having some some options to play defense, uh, you know, later in games, I think that is important and, you know, it'll definitely matter. And it also gives the team a chance to see what they have in a few guys. So, uh, you know, I, something that we haven't talked about a whole lot is, you know, fewer games, uh, very obviously 102 fewer games this season to see guys, but spring training was also cut off. So we're getting a less of an opportunity to see, um, you know, who, who might be major league ready before the season, uh, you know, beforehand. So it seems like, you know, cutting off some of that spring training time, they're putting it uh, into the regular season just to get a feel for what, you know, which players might be best suited for a team's roster. Yeah. So when you look at, when you look at the Phillies 40 man roster, um, it's, you know, it's, it's hard to, before we started recording, me and Ty were kind of looking back, trying to build our, you know, our 30 man roster or our prediction. And it's hard to build a bullpen. So even if, you know, a team will usually run with a 12, 12 bats and 13 arms, I guess now there's the 26th man. Um, but it's usually that, that breakup, um, seven or eight men bullpen, uh, five man rotation, obviously. And then a few guys on the bench, but looking at the arms available on the Phillies 40 man, it's hard to build a rotation. Um, you know, if they, let's say they go 14 bats, 16 arms to start the year. That you're looking at an 11 man bullpen, and um, so we'll start with the locks because obviously there are some guys who are just they're going to be on the team. It's pretty obvious. Uh, Hector Neris, Jose Alvarez, uh, Adam Morgan, Nick Pavetta. You would think Cole yeah. Irvin. You would think that's five guys. Obviously, you have Tommy Hunter. He's not ready yet. He, uh, you know, recovering from the coronavirus. I'm yes. not sure. Suarez won't be ready. Yeah, Ranger Suarez, Victor Arano. It doesn't feel like Arano will be ready. I don't think they've said that. But uh, just those last two guys, it doesn't feel like they'll be ready. Yeah, so then you look at the rest of the the 40-man, and there's some guys who maybe have a shot, uh, like Edgar Garcia. I think you would think he would probably make it, right? Yeah, Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, um, so that's six. And then after that, it's hard, I think, you know, shifting to non-roster guys. Francisco Liriano seems like a lock to make it. He was really good in Pittsburgh last year, obviously. Um, You know, maybe Anthony Swarzak, maybe Trevor Kelly. Um, I think, you know, this is something we've talked about on the pod a lot. The Phillies have a lot of, of... near major league ready bullpen arms. Um, but only one of them is on the 40 man roster. That's uh, Garrett Clevenger. And I don't know if he's shown in camp that he can make the team, you know, at the start. So, you know, the guys who have looked really good, uh, Ramon Rosso, he's, he looked really good in spring training. He's not he's probably not going to make the team because he, you know, he's not on the 40 man and he's never pitched in the majors. Um, I mean, what are your thoughts on – do you think they go all veterans? Like, because they're going to have to grab a couple non-roster guys. Do you think they, um, you know, chance anyone who isn't 
a veteran, or do you think that just go guys like Kelly and Liriano and maybe Blake Parker, Swarzak? What do you think there? It'll be it's kind of tough to know until it happens, just because some of these veterans, like you said, are not on the forty man roster. So they'll have to figure that out. And it's a weird situation because they even have, uh, you know, some guys on their 40-man roster that, um, you know, you think maybe they'd have a shot at this and they're not even in the player pool. Like somebody like Austin Davis comes to mind. He's a, a spot on the 40-man, but he's not on the, the – he's not in the player pool. So, you know, maybe a guy like him gets, uh, you know, DFA'd. But – they're gonna it's just weird because you know uh those 40 man spots are gonna be important because they have a lot of a lot of guys in their camp right now who are not on the 40 man roster but at some point could make a contribution to the major league team so they're gonna have to find spots uh and and, you know I think that maybe they give some guys with that are already on the 40 man they give them the first crack at it and the ones that uh you know aren't really performing maybe they designate them for assignment and take them off the 40 man roster. Yeah. So, you know, you talking about deal square, uh, Reggie McLean, those guys who, you know, might not, you know, not, might not really fit in the bullpen long-term, but because they're on the 40 man, they got a shot to start the year in the team. Um, you know, I would prefer to see the Phillies give spots to guys like Rosso, um, just because they're like in a, in a 60 game season, it's not as easy to kind of maneuver and figure out your bullpen. And I think with, you know, Swarzak and Kelly, you've seen enough at the major league level the past few years to know what these guys are. You don't know with Rosso and, and those other guys. And if you don't start them in the majors, you know, now, when are you going to call them up? You, you don't have, six months to figure out who works and who doesn't you're kind of on the fly here so if you don't I don't know I would I would prefer to see them give those guys a shot but I don't think they will yeah well also at the same time you know you put somebody out there that's less proven and um, they pitch six six games and they're really bad it's like there goes a tenth of your season uh, you know and you had them blow six games something like that so I guess there is some comfort level there with somebody who you know a bit more of what you're going to get like obviously they some of these guys are don't have a a huge ceiling or anything like that but uh, I I do kind of get that uh, a little bit especially because some of these unproven guys they would probably want to see how they fare in triple a to start the season and they would uh, get a mid-season call-up well like we said earlier, there is no AAA this season. Yeah, that's true. But, like, I don't know. I think there is no AAA. So, you kind of just – I think the whole thing's a crapshoot because you don't have the minors. But I, I see what you're saying. Like, every game matters so much more because it's just a 60-game season. But, um, you know, moving on to infield and outfield, I think they, they carry two catchers. I don't – does it make sense to carry a third catcher? I don't think so. No, no, yeah. definitely does not. Because um, if they get hurt, then they just would uh, right. Paul, add another yeah. one. Yeah. Um, so looking at Real Muto and Andrew Knapp there, 
And then in the infield, obviously you have Reese Hoskins, Gene Segura, Scott Kingery, and uh, Didi Gregorius. And then beyond that, there are a few names. Um, Tereus, Neil Walker, Josh Harrison, um, Logan Forsythe. Do any of these guys stick out to you? And I think that Walker, Walker, I mean, they're all pretty much seasoned, seasoned vets. Walker seems like a guy to me who, um, you know, he's been in Miami. He's been in Pittsburgh the last few years. And I think, was he with a Yankee for a little while? Or am I making that up? Um, maybe a Met? Neil Walker? I think he was a Met. I'll look that up for a sec. Yeah, he was, he was on both, actually. Okay, there you go. Um, and, he, you know, he had a 738 OPS last year. And he still played some third and second. Um, I think he only played, like, one game at second, though. Well, he still played it. But, yeah, I see your point. Uh, are, like, do any of those guys stick out to you? Um, Harrison, because he can play more than one position uh, well. I think Walker's mostly a first baseman at this point. So, uh, I think Harrison being able to play all over the diamond, that, uh, you know, helps you in a season like this. In, in any season, really. Yeah, and, you know, Harrison has been really bad at the plate the past two years. He's also been injured, so you hope he can bounce back. Um, but like you said, he's much more versatile than some of the other guys on who are, you know, on, on the bubble there. Yeah, and even if he's just there as a defensive replacement, like not having pitchers hit, they are not going to need pinch hitters like they used to. So even if he can't hit and you have an expanded bench, I'm not sure it matters that much. Right. That's, that's a fair point. Um, so I think, you know, you see one or two utility guys. One of the things with the Phillies, I think a utility infielder is a little less important because you do have Scott Kingery who can play anywhere. Um, and when you're looking to give a, uh, anyone a day off, you can always just throw them as, in as a DH. So, um, you know, I think that does matter. The Phillies have already have basically a super utility guy who plays every day. Even though Joe Girardi has expressed that he wants Scott Kingery to stay at one position, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him move around a little bit this year. Um, yeah, he might have to. Yeah, right, exactly. Uh, moving to the outfield, so Kyle Garlic is on the 40-man roster. Uh, he's a power-hitting right-handed hitter. So, I mean, what are your thoughts there? Yeah, I think that he um, – I think he probably makes the roster. And I wouldn't be surprised if we saw him a little bit at DH against lefties uh, and just, you know, as a as a pinch hitter for some people in certain situations just because, uh, you know, he does have some legit power. It's just that the Do- – he was with the Dodgers and they just had way too many outfielders for him to get any real playing time. Uh, you know, so I think that he – I think he could get some playing time this year with the Phillies um, as a, you know, legit power threat from the right side. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can platoon. I mean, looking at the rest of the outfield, there are five guys who are all going to make it Bryce Harper, Roman Quinn, Andrew McCutcheon, Jay Bruce, and Adam Hazley. Um, seems like still up in the air who the everyday center fielder is going to be. It's going to be Quinn or Hazley. Um I think they're both at Girardi the other day. Oh, yeah. I think, he, I think he said they'll both get some playing time to start the year. And then yeah. uh, 
you know, if one of them, if one of them clearly wins the job, then he's definitely not opposed to, you know, letting them start. Yeah. And I think, like you said, Bruce might play the field a little bit, but I think the Phillies caught a break with the DH and I think he fits the profile pretty well. Um, I think, I think we see, we see Jay Bruce play like 40, 45 games at least this year. Um, I'd say more. Yeah, maybe more. We'll see how Alec Bohm is used when he when he's called up. Because if the Phillies call up Al, Alec Bohm and stick with their uh, defensive alignment and just decide to put him in as a DH a lot, then you know Bruce loses some playing time. So I'm I'm intrigued to see how that plays out. Um, but yeah, the thing about the the opening day 30 man roster is it's going to change pretty quickly you expect Alec Bohm and Spencer Howard to be up I mean Bohm I would say Bohm is would you say Bohm is a lock to make it like a week or two into the season yeah I think he's um, maybe not a full lock but you know just about yeah I think fans would be up in arms too if he wasn't called up pretty quickly yeah I mean he's one he's I think one of their nine best hitters you know yeah and Howard, I think it's a little less likely than than with Bohm, but I still think more likely than not. I think he pitches. I yeah. think he's going to be on the team. Even if it's as a reliever, like, it's worth it. You know, you look at look at that bullpen, and it's like you might get more – not that you would get more out of him as a reliever because it's not like the rotation is is great either, but that bullpen is – It's Yeah, yeah, and like – you know, rookie starting pitchers are not exactly a lock to be great. You know, yeah. you you hope if you're uh, the Phillies, you hope that Spencer Howard is, um, you know, your two at some point in the future. But for this year, if he's your eighth inning guy, um, it, it, as long as, you know, Vince Velasquez and Eflin and Arietta are at least holding their own, I don't think Howard as the eighth inning guy is the worst thing in the world for this season. Yeah, I I agree, and you know you've you've seen how that's worked out for guys like Chris Sale, who was a full time reliever for a, a season and a half, and then David Price yeah, comes to David mind. Price. A lot of a lot of pitchers yeah. have done it early on. Yeah. So you know we'll see what the Phillies do, but like in general, we we talked about it last week when he did the preview of of the division. You look at this roster. And I think the the lineup is pretty deep, but the rotation and the bullpen, like the bullpen especially sticks out. It's different in, like I said earlier in this episode, it's different in a 162-game season when you have time to feel things out, try a bunch of different guys, you know what you need going into the trade deadline, all that. It's it's different, and I don't know if the Phillies have the pieces to to make that bullpen work right away and, and kind of have to have it working right away or else it, you know, all of a sudden yeah, the season could be, season. Yeah. yeah. Season's over like that. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's tough to see. It's tough to tell. Like maybe, yeah. maybe some of these young guys just, uh, you know, maybe they, maybe Edgar Garcia, like that slider just really works and he's a right. really good reliever. Uh, and a lot of your questions are, answered or maybe Nick Pavetta figures it out and he's a legit like really good reliever uh, Andrew Miller yeah like that isn't completely out of the question it's um you know after his 
performance last season. It doesn't seem entirely too likely, but it was just a year ago where, you know, it seemed like everybody was writing these analysis articles that was, you know, why Nick Pavetta is going to be, you know, a dark horse Cy Young candidate next season. And it didn't work out that way, but he still has the same stuff. Like he still has that fastball and curveball combination and, it would not. It wouldn't shock me if he turned out to be the best reliever on this team. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. I. Uh, he has been the best close. Or I, or I think I said this last year that he's the best closer on the Phillies roster. But. You know, I don't know about that. Neris is so good. <laughs> Neris is good, but I don't know, man. It it does seem tough for this. It's going to be tough for this team to keep up. I think. It's just, It'll, it just depends. Like, 60 game season, who knows? Right. Anything can happen. They've outperformed them, their, you know, m- metrics like the first half of each of the last two seasons. So who knows? But uh, do you have any last thoughts, final thoughts? Last thoughts here. Um, is there any chance Robertson pitches, do you think? I know that's not an opening day roster question, but do you think Robertson pitches at all? I don't think so. I think. Um, when you maybe, but like also when you consider the season as it is, it's just like already super weird circumstances. So does he, you know, try to come back amidst these circumstances, or does he just wait? Maybe he retires. Maybe he comes back, waits to come back fresh next year. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, I I'd say that he might just sit out. You know, I don't know if 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 it were me, I don't know if I would deem it worth it to. Come into the, come into this situation. Yeah, I agree with that. But that's all I got for yeah. opening opening day roster stuff. Um, you know, it, it's yeah. Close. yeah, nine days away. Do you have any any like out of all of the young guys, um, excluding Edgar Garcia, like the guys who have never pitched in the majors? Which of them do you see? as the most likely to break out as a Philly this year? Brogdon. Connor Brogdon. Brogdon. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, I think he probably gets the first crack out of those guys, like, of who who probably won't make the opening day roster, but gets the, you know, second shot. I think he's the most likely because I just think he's the best out of them. Any shot he makes the opening day roster? Uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's completely out of the question, but – uh, he's not – I don't think he's on the 40-man, so that, um, you know, they'll probably give more of those guys the first opportunity so they wouldn't have to cut them. They want to make sure that, you know, they aren't performing before they would have to take them off the 40. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, so that'll do it for this episode. Uh, thanks for listening. Stay tuned. Next week we'll have um, probably some predictions – coming at you before the season starts only nine days away it's pretty exciting so till next week you can listen to the phillies nation podcast with ty daubert and johnny heller every wednesday on philliesnation.com and all streaming services